Okay, a couple things to talk about right now. Um, one is Sam Cedar, who I've talked about before. Um, not a big fan of him. He uh, had a response to Gavin um, quitting the Proud Boys that um, that irked me, and I think it would irk irk anybody. Um, I guess who's on our side? Sam Cedar is is an attention-seeking whore. <laughs> um, but and I'll get to that in a minute. But what I just heard as I was as I'm working um, bothered me too, and that would be. Let's see if this will work. I don't think it will, but sure would love for it to. how I can do this in the background. I'd love for it to fucking work. Works there. Don't want to get rid of that. I'm going to do the news thing again. Um, screen yard. No, that doesn't. Sorry, it sounds... This is boring. But I need to know how I can get... Oh, no. It says it's, it's going. I hope it works. 32. Sorry, technical difficulties. Yeah. Still going. Good. All right. Well, hey, I solved it. Fuck yeah, man. I'm making progress. Um, so, uh, oh, and I'll get on to uh, my little <laughs> debate with... Uh, John Fugel saying he fucking responded finally. And it's not that I'm like, oh, I want, I need your attention. It's, dude, when you start some shit, don't fucking let somebody else fight your battles for you. You know, don't don't sit back and allow somebody else to come in and, and uh, um, take over the shit that you started. You know, that that, that is a, a good sign of a pussy. And, um... Not the not the good pussy, but uh, the the pussy pussy. Anywho, as I was working, I'm walking and I walk past a professor who was talking to a uh, secretary, and I overheard him say, "We have to compel students to take classes that they don't want to take." And it, there's a there's plenty of ways of looking at it. I'm imagining probably other people might think differently than me on this, but. Uh, that it irks me because I understand. I, I mean, I went to college myself. I graduated with an associate's degree in fire science. I, um, it bothers me how academia is set up, and I think it's set up in a a way. I'll say a nefarious way for sure. Um, as I begin driving. Um, so I'm going to look at it two ways, and I, I tend to try to give people the, the benefit of the doubt. Not always, but most times I do. And in this case, let's let's go by the way of benefit of the doubt. Um, that maybe he was saying it to say, oh, well, we need them to be more well-rounded. I don't think it's going that way. I'm going to just put that that one out there just in case, I guess, or in, in case that was what he meant. But I don't think it was, as I don't think that colleges are in the business of 
actually teaching kids. I think they're more in the business of firstly making money and secondly indoctrination of um, of a collective ideology that isn't beneficial necessarily beneficial for the greater good which is which is what the, the Democrat platform is all about and I, I hate hearing people always use as their default um, you know a school or the professor or whatever it may be now that might sound dumb because maybe you've been indoctrinated maybe we've all been well not maybe we have all been indoctrinated with that kind of being the default uh, I don't think I'm explaining this very well what I'm getting at is I think it was, it's nefarious in the sense that they're just adding on more ways to indoctrinate the kids and, and get money. More classes means more money. And right now, colleges, at least in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana, I have to imagine around the country uh, as a whole, have low attendance um, or, or uh, low numbers of students going to that school. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is uh, a low birth rate. You can thank abortion for that one. Um, and two is, I think people are, I don't, I don't know if I would, well, maybe, yeah. People might be getting smarter about what college is and understanding, one, I shouldn't be taking out loans to go to college for something I'm not even ready for, let alone to get into a, a field in which I'm not going to make any money. I'm not going to be able to pay back those student loans. College, how it's set up, and it's such a load of shit, and I've talked about the, the emotions of college before. Um, take your electives. Why are there electives in college? I've heard some people argue, in fact, my ex-wife, when, when she went through college, uh, she ended up with a bachelor's, um, arguing, well, they want you to be more well-rounded. Well, fuck them. Who the fuck are they? We don't see, and in the motion, we don't see what college actually is. It's a business. Um, we tend to just go along with it and go, okay, well... It's just higher education. I'm going from high school to college. This time I got to pay for it. Well, really, I just got to take a loan out, and then and the loan will take care of that. Uh, not all of it in a lot of cases, but for people going to community colleges and just flat out college, not a university, um, the loans tend to take care of all of it. But then you got to pay it back. So it's your money. Um, and then you get charged interest for it, which the, the, the country charging interest is just, it's insane. Um, especially with the amount that they charge. If I'd say that the country or the government, rather, um, not charging interest would be better than to uh, do this debt forgiveness program bullshit. Um, but we don't see, especially kids. I mean, you're talking about a 17, 18 year old kid entering into college, having been pushed from day one that you're gonna go to college, either by their parents or or the school, 
system as on its own or a collaboration of the two. And so you go in giving authority over to these teachers and you don't, the kids obviously don't know what the teachers know, so they just kind of head down and listen and, and, and absorb what they're telling them. And the teachers fucking fill them with all sorts of shit that it isn't necessarily their job to teach. You know, I've, oh shit, red light, red light. And I've talked about that before. Can I go? Yeah, I can go. I've talked about that before where uh, teachers want to mold kids, and that's not their job. Their job is to teach the class, to get the kids to understand what it is that they're, they're covering. I've made the argument before, too, that uh, there shouldn't be a need for books. Uh, certainly not homework or to have to buy a book for the course. You're paying a teacher to teach you this shit. Why are you having to do anything on your own? If you're paying, and this is good money, you're paying them. We'll see that that fits in with the idea that it's a motion. Well, you got to buy books. You, you, you're going to go to class and be taught, you know, by the teacher, quote unquote, taught by the teacher. And then you're going to go home and read and you're going to study. Well, so I'm paying you to do shit. That doesn't make any sense. When you actually look at it and you break it down to what that is, why am I paying you for me to have to also go home and do work? It's dumb. Well, you're dumb because you need to know it. Okay, well then fucking have more classes. Have it be Monday through Friday. I don't need to get an extra book. I don't need to do any studying at home. I'll come to class. You know, if I fucking fail out, I fail out. If I don't pay attention to class, then I fail out. Teachers have really been getting away with this bullshit for a long time. Nobody fucking questions it like this. At least I haven't heard anybody. And uh, I, I, it's like an instinct. As soon as I got in, when, when I started going to class, you know what, I shouldn't say as soon as. It was a little while into it. And I would say it was probably more so when I, when I went through the paramedic program. I was, um, let's see, I was about 25 when I went back to college. And uh, so I had been working for a while, making money, paying bills, getting taxed, and I had a pretty strong understanding of what it was to, to give currency over, which is my stored, lo- my stored labor, give that over for a product or service, and then I received that product or service. I had a, a good enough time of doing that to where when I went to college, it was like, why the fuck do I need to buy this book? I'm buying this book because they're going to want me to read it. And then I'm going to go into class. And I, in fact, had a, uh, a quote-unquote professor. He wasn't a professor. He was a paramedic who I don't know if he even took any classes on how to teach. Um, but he was quote-unquote teaching the class. This is what he'd do. We'd come in. He'd give us the quiz that we would later be the grade. Whatever we made on the quiz is what would be a part of our grade. We'd come in, take the quiz, and then he'd go over the information we just took a quiz on. Does that sound right to you? I paid money to have this asshole do this to me. And when I brought it up, it was, oh, you're, you're being a nuisance. You're being ins- insubordinate, I remember hearing. It's like, I, you're not paying me to be here. What do you mean insubordinate? Go fuck yourself. I'm paying you to teach me, and you're not teaching me 
you're fucking testing me and then teaching me. And that's, it's ass backwards. My, I'm sure that I'm not the only one that has something like that that has occurred. But I had a real strong understanding going through that, that this is fucked up. I'm supposed to pay you for a service, not pay you. You know what? Bill Burr has a, has a bit about this. It's not quite what I'm talking about in the sense of going to school, but rather when he went in, um, what was it, to a sandwich shop, sub shop or something, and he paid, he gave him the money, and then he was like, I'd like mayonnaise, and they said the mayonnaise is over there, i.e., you're going to have to go do it. And he was like, no, I'm giving you 100% of the money. I want 100% of the sandwich. I don't want me to have to go do something. I'm giving you money. See what I mean? Bill Burr, maybe he wasn't talking about school, but he was talking about the same thing that I'm talking about, which is, I give you my, my money, you do something for me, I don't need to do shit. I shouldn't have to study. I shouldn't have to read a book. You should be teaching me everything I need to know. And in fact, uh, the majority of classes that I ever took didn't teach me just what I needed to know. They taught me other shit. I remember going through... Um, EMT basic and they were teaching me about fucking rattlesnakes in Arizona well this is so that because you're going to take the national registry class I don't understand why you have to take a national registry class Why you've got different states that deal with different shit well so that you can transfer to another state fuck it it's just like a new book coming out every year for whatever maybe math it's like are you telling me that there's enough changed over the past year that you need to come out with another book to cover that. When you could maybe, I don't know, print out a couple papers and give it to everybody in the class. Now I have to buy a brand new book that has the same exact information that it did last year. It's just new pages, or I'm sorry, new pictures and a new cover. That's all it is. You are being duped. We all are being duped. And it's all a part of the, the manipulation of the system to us. The system manipulates everything in order to have us be indoctrinated and follow um, and follow these these uh, god damn it motions. To follow the motions. Follow, you're just you're you're following the crowd. You're doing what everybody else does because who are you to stand up and say anything to an entire established res- uh, 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 institution? You know what I mean? So uh, that bothered me. It's just, again, it's here. And these people would just, yeah, what of it? You know, like if you ever approach them and say, hey, 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 wait a minute. That sounds like you guys are doing something not so great. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that's that's what school is. It's like you don't need electives. Why don't, why can't you just teach me what I need to know? I'm going to pay you for it. You teach me what exactly what I need to know. Have it in fucking bullet point presentate, I don't give a shit. Do not include anything. When I was, I remember, and, and I'll, I'll, I can do it right now. I got actually, I got a book right, well, I can't do it right now. I'm reading, but I got a book right next to me. You know how much of that book is exactly what you need to know? I don't know. I'd, I'd argue probably 65%. The rest of it is fucking, is chat, uh, paragraphs that talks about talking about shit later in the book. And then you'll have an introduction. Why the fuck do I need an introduction? You know, the syllabus, fine, whatever, uh, uh, index. Okay, that's fine. 
so I can find shit faster, that's fine. Why the fuck do I need an introduction? You know? How about you just fucking teach me the shit that I need to know? Yes, certainly start with the basics. You know, point out the basics, stick to the basics. But then go into exactly what it is I need to know. Not fucking, oh, you know, the extra shit. Anybody who's ever read a textbook, you should understand what I mean by the extra shit. There's a whole shitload of extra fucking things that, that, that are just, it's minutia. You don't need it. Um, so anyway, that's what, that was kind of my, my problem with, well, certainly with what that guy was talking about, um, with election, uh, 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 elective classes that don't have anything to do with, dude, I played fucking racquetball. How in the fuck is that going to make me more well-rounded? I'm an athlete already. I'm fine. I don't need fucking racquetball. And it was stupid and I hurt my fucking ear. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Catch one of those little blue bitches right in the fucking side of your head. <laughs> you never... When, when you watch Fight Club and you see Edward Norton punch Brad Pitt in the fucking ear, it hurts. That's That hurts. I mean, he fucking was acting, obviously, but... When you catch a, anything in the, in the ear, the fucking nerve endings that are there, the, the nothing to protect it. Oh, buddy, I've got big ears, too. God damn, it caught 100% of my ear, and uh, it set me down. Anywho, um, electives are fucking stupid. It should be, how, how college should be set up is you come in, you get the introductory classes, and you go past that, and they should only teach what you need to know, and then you go on to the next and, uh, and by the way, I've had teachers, I had this one professor, this little fucking bastard, probably four foot nine. I mean, he was a, he was, he was short. He was a shorty for sure. And he had that little fucking Napoleon complex going on. And, uh, I don't think I should have gotten off here, but I did. Fuck me. Anywho, um, we had a class where, or I'm sorry, a, a test one day. It was anatomy and physiology. I ended up flunking the class because it was so fucking boring. But, and that's on me. I should have studied more, I guess, and uh, passed it. But again, I, uh, he could have taught me everything I needed to know in class. Um, we, so I, we, he had different like parts of the body set up. And I knew what they were. But as anybody, motherfucker, did I really? Yeah, okay, I'm good, sorry. You, you have different stations. So one station would have like, uh, I don't know, uh, a leg on it. And I think it was the skeleton system at that point. So you'd have the femur, you'd have the, uh, the tib, the, uh, the tib fib and all that and the tarsals. And, and then you go to another one and you have uh, the, the humerus and the, the radius and all, all that. So going through, um, it would have stickers on certain things and you'd have to write it down what it is. You only had 30 seconds at each one, 30 or a minute, I don't know what it was, I think it was 30. And if and you had to write down whatever it was. You couldn't go back to, the, to any station. It was you spent time there, you named it, and you went on to the next. And at the end, that was that. You couldn't go back. You couldn't. And I'm thinking to myself, motherfucker, if I'm in the middle of fixing somebody's fucking femur or 
their broken arm or whatever it is, are you telling me that I'm only going to have 30 seconds to fucking figure out this shit? No, I'm going to be sitting there until I can figure out what the fuck this is. You know? I mean, EMT basics, you, you basically just pick them up and go. But uh, you still got to still gotta make sure that they're set. <laughs> you know what I mean? Before you put them in the, uh, the stretcher. Anywho. I remember sitting there going, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? I'm paying for this? I'm paying for this little bastard to tell me that I can't go back and double check something. Because sometimes, as everybody knows, when you're testing, um, other questions might answer other other questions and um, maybe I did know maybe I didn't know whatever bone or metatarsal whatever it was and but I did know something else so maybe I could go back to another station I'm like oh no that's what this one is and I wrote it down for the wrong one now I'm gonna go back over here and fix it and then I can hand you my you know it's bullshit so I mean I've had I've had plenty of classes like that uh, I just talked about this the other day with somebody from kindergarten to my last class I've ever taken at a college, I, I had about 60 to 65 professors and teachers. I can count on one hand how many of them were good. And what I mean by good is um, they had, they taught me. They actually taught me shit that I didn't care for. I had one that was a med term, a medical terminology teacher. Um, one that was a history teacher when I wasn't into history. That was in that was in twelfth grade, I believe. Um, they got me into it. The med term. It was my first medical class whatsoever, besides anything that I don't didn't even remember from high school. And I got an A in her class. I mean, we were competing to see who could make the highest grade. You know what I mean? I didn't give a shit about medical terminology. However, she got me to just. She was interested in us doing well and learning, and she taught us. I, I didn't even hardly have to fucking study. That's what I'm talking about. That's what teachers should be fucking... That's, that's the level of which they should go into their classes and do. And they're still bitching about fucking not getting paid enough. Are you out of your goddamn mind? They don't work in the summer. I mean, some of them do. I just talked to a, a professor, and I get that professors and high school teachers get paid differently, but I just talked to a fucking professor who's, who was like, you're stupid. I mean, this is a union guy, and he's like, you're stupid not to work in the summer. He goes, I made 50 grand this summer. You know, I guess they, well, they do. They have different tiers in their, in their unions and shit, how much you can get paid and for how long you've been there. I get that, but... Um, there were teachers at, at his level that weren't working in the summer. He's like, you're stupid. He goes, I made, I, can, I made fucking 50 grand. He makes 200 grand a year. Made 50 grand in the summer. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's just, anyway. Um, so, yeah, school, especially colleges, is really, it's, it's fucked up. And I really wish people would start looking at it for what it is. Now, now that I'm getting off that, because that just so happened to happen. Um, let's see, Sam Cedar and John Fugelsang. Let's hit, I guess let's hit the John Fugelsang thing first. Last night, um, as I was done with my super fucking productive day, I was just chilling, and uh, 
I got on Twitter and I saw that John Fugelsang had done this thing that I'd seen him do a few other times. He was bashing Trump over the head with the fact that Trump didn't uh, get into... Well, he makes the accusation that he dodged the Vietnam War because he had heel spurs. I have plantar fasciitis in both my heels um, to the point where I needed two surgeries. Um, I had plantar fasciitis and heel sport and heel spur. So they had to go in, they had to cut around the tendon, extend out the tendons, and then they had to cut off the heel spurs. It was fucking painful, dude. I walked around with that from 19 to about 23. So four years. I mean, it, it was, I got to the point where I thought this is, this is my life, dude. I'm, I'm going to walk around with this fucking pain that will not go away. It's, it is, it's too much for me to bear. You know what I mean? I, if you think I wasn't thinking, golly, man, I wish God would just take me. It was fucking bad. I mean, you talk about old men walking bad. No, motherfucker. Walk around with some plantar fasciitis and heel spurs and, and, uh, after a while. I mean, it's fucked me up to this day. It's why I got a bad back. Um, my hip, my hip's a little fucked up. My knees are fucked up because after walking for four years with a limp, um, trying to, to uh, deal with it with ibuprofen, I was taking, um, let's see, 2488, 2400 milligram a day. I was taking three three times a day I was taking 800 milligram. That's four of those little small round ibuprofen. I was taking four pills three times a day. It's not addictive. It's a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. Motherfucker if I didn't just miss my goddamn streak. Sorry. Uh, so I was taking 2400 milligram a day. It is hepatotoxic. That means that it's going to fuck up your kidneys. Um, and luckily it never did. Thank God, uh, because I was taking, like I said, 2,400 milligram every day for four years, easy, if not more, because then my back started hurting, and I had to fucking take it for that, and then I finally got onto naproxen, which is a fucking dream drug, thank God, but it also had a lot to do with uh, the processed food that I was eating, the amount of sugar that I was intaking, and, and all that other shit, so I kind of changed my diet around, and, and working out helps too. Anywho, so it's bad. Um, and I'm not going to fucking fault people for that. Oh, I had a third surgery to take off my heel spur. Um, so I, I, because I got another one because, uh, when calcium starts settling in your body, it tends to keep continuously settling. That's why people who have, um, kidney stones, once you get them, you'll, you'll continuously have to deal with them. I mean, you got to drink copious amounts of water in order to break that shit down. But even then, um, odds are you're still going to get them. Dude, are you fucking serious? I just, I think I just added to the time. Golly. Anywho. Um, so he was shitting on him for his heel spurs. I'd seen him do it before and it didn't really bother me too much. And I was like, eh, whatever. You know, that's not, that's not any kind of hill to die on, I guess. And then I seen him do it again. And then I seen him do it again. And this was the fourth or fifth time I'd seen him uh, shit on, on Donald Trump about it. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'll just say this. And all I said was, uh, did I miss something? Did you serve? You know, cause it really, it really seemed like he was like, I don't know, somebody that maybe was mad at him who had served and was like, yeah, you know, like I served and you, whatever. No, 
He's never served. And he never, he didn't respond, but he had a, he had a little fucking lackey, um, which he's, is, is kind of his MO, is to say shit, to get a response from somebody like me, and then, and then not, not say anything back, but letting his lackeys come in and argue for him, like he did a couple weeks ago when I had fucking 400 people on there fucking coming after me, which is fine. I mean, like I said, I can turn that shit off, whatever. So this lackey starts in, um on some shit and uh, saying some weird stuff that I, it didn't make any sense. Uh, and I was just, well, what are you fucking talking about? Because I brought up the fact, I was like, listen, dude, I'm just asking if he served because then he kind of has a case, you know? I was like, but he never served. And he was like, oh, he would have been too young. I'm like, not in fucking Vietnam, retard. I'm talking about at any given point. And then he came back with the Vietnam thing again. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes, I understand he was too young for Vietnam, but if he could have served, which he never even tried. I actually tried. I got turned away. I went into the Navy and uh, asked if I could get in with, and, and, I, and it ended up coming up that I had heel spurs and, and uh, plantar fasciitis. And they go, no, we don't want you. <laughs> like, we want people who can run. You can't hardly walk. What are you going to do when we set a fucking, uh, all your equipment on you that weighs anywhere between 60 and 100 pounds, maybe sometimes more, what are you going to do? You can't fucking walk on your own with your own weight, let alone run. You're going to be no good. No thanks. Um, and so I, I, uh, so I told him that. I was like, yeah, fucking, I at least attempted it. I was like, he didn't even fucking attempt it. He's older than me. I think he's about 10 years older. It's like he didn't even fucking attend it. And I kept hitting on that. Like, he didn't attempt it. He never served. And now he's trying to shit on somebody else who didn't serve. Like, that's called being a hypocrite. Well, John Fugel saying, finally, instead of fucking liking it and just standing by and watching, as I know he does, uh, like a little narcissistic cunt bag, he actually responded. Cool. He responded with, Anybody who was for the war but didn't fight is a hypocrite. And then he came back and said, um, which is, that's not correct because people who can't serve and that support the war, that's fine, right? But anyway, uh, he came back and said, get this, Bill Clinton and Muhammad Ali are not hypocrites. But then... Donald Trump, um, who are the other ones? Uh, George Bush, um, Dick Cheney, and then he also said uh, Rush Limbaugh and somebody else. Who's the other one? Newt Gingrich. These guys are all hypocrites. And one, I don't know about Newt Gingrich and um, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, But what I said was, uh, Bill Clinton was a, or is an accused rapist, uh, sexual assaulter, which isn't a real word, and a philanderer. I said, uh, Muhammad Ali convert, or I know I said Cassius Clay converted in order to get out of having to serve. And then I said, I'm on board with you when it comes to Bush and Cheney. I don't like those guys. I'm not a fan of them. And it's, it's under this guise, this assumption that, Anybody who disagrees with him is a Republican. As you know, I have said that I am not. 
So um, it's just it's kind of funny to see them constantly try to like think that they're my heroes and bring them up. Them up. You know, it's like, dude, I'm 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 on board with you. I don't like Bush. I don't like Cheney. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Rush Limbaugh uh, or Newt Gingrich. You know, I it's not that I I hate them. It's just I don't fucking know them. You know, I don't I don't really listen to them. And uh, Rush has had some problems uh, with pills. That's pretty much all I know about that guy because I don't fucking listen to him all the time. Newt, I guess, is a decent dude, but I really don't know. Anyway, so I came back with that. He comes back with... So now he's actually fucking engaging me until I fucking send the one-two knockout. But anyway, uh, he came back with uh, Donald Trump is an accused rapist, uh, sexual assaulter, and uh, philanderer. And I'm like, you're fucking around right now, right? I go, dude, the people that came out to say that Donald Trump was a rapist were none to be found until he started um, running for the presidency. Little too convenient, you know? Little too convenient. Um, That was like right before the Me Too movement, too. And I remember hearing about that, and that was like, that was almost like an October surprise if it wasn't an October surprise. Uh, surprise. I remember that going, good God, you guys will do fucking anything to win. You'll, you'll just fucking throw a guy's whole life out the window. I mean, given Donald Trump was doing pretty good, but that's insane. That is insane to go, well, let's just accuse him of rape. That'll ruin him, you know? Um, so he said that. He said he's a, he's a serial uh, sexual assaulter. And then, um, yeah, I don't think assaulter is a good, is a real word. Assault, sure. Assaulter, I don't think that's a real word. But anyway, so he was using what I had said against me, only for Trump. Now, it is well known that Bill Clinton uh, is an accused rapist by three women who even came out to say, I have been threatened. (laughs) My life has been threatened. He raped me. He bit my top lip so that I couldn't scream. Um, it, It causes you to have to close your mouth. Uh, anyway, that he, he's, in a, a, he's had women come out and say that he sexually assaulted them. And yes, he is a philanderer, a philanderer. Uh, but anyway, so I addressed that. Uh, the second one I was like, uh, the grab him by the pussy was a joke. And you know damn well it was a joke. Anybody who is a star has women throw themselves at them. So now I'm starting to get into the <laughs> the personal shit. Because then I turned around and said, you're just mad that Daisy Fuentes put you in the friend zone. <laughs> I know that fucking kicked him in the nuts. What, well, and it's, and it's, it's one of two things. Either it's true, he did want to get with Daisy Fuentes. He was, with, he was a co-host with Daisy Fuentes on um, America's Funniest Home Videos, if you don't know. Um, now I don't know this. I don't know that that's what happened. I'm just, I just fucking said it to be mean because sometimes that's fun and it's super easy to get these guys all bent out shit. And since that's what he does with his shit that he says about the Bible, saying that Christ wasn't violent, that he was some kind of pussy, that he was some kind of wimp, you know? Uh, and then I had to point out to him, uh, Christ went into a building filled with tough guys and kicked their asses. He cleansed the temple with a fucking whip. That is not nonviolent. Um, 
It's not to say that God was all about just hurting anybody that doesn't agree with you. That's not it. He is uh, pro-necessary violence. Anywho. I know I keep saying anywho, sorry. So, uh, that's what John does. He likes to instigate shit. He likes to uh, be a rebel rouser. Not a rebel rouser. He likes to be a, uh, what do they call Milo? But Milo self-titles himself. Not an instigator, although that's that is what it is—a provocateur. Um, so I was kind of doing it a little bit back to him, and uh, I cracked him with that one. With the uh, <laughs> Daisy Fuentes put you in the in the friend zone. It's one of two things: either it's true because he did want to get with her, um, or just merely saying that is enough to kind of hit your fucking ego to just so ever so gently graze the testicle, you know, which sometimes can hurt more than actually getting the whole kit and caboodle. So, uh, that happened. And I know I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm being contradictory because I talk about Sam Harris bringing up shit and going, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm just telling you what happened. Um, and then he came back with, um, did he come back with anything after that? He didn't, he didn't say shit after that. So uh, I came back with another one, and I'm just kind of pointing out the things where I, I will support Trump and then the things that I won't. And I said, all right, he was a philanderer. philanderer. I was like, that, but that was, that was a decade ago. He's, he's made progress. I think he slowed down. That's progress. And I said, you're self-titled progressive. Doesn't that, doesn't that like fit your thing? Like he's progressing better? <laughs> Um, he had sex with Stormy Daniels 11 years ago. Okay, that was bad. Do I think he did? Yeah, I think he did. Um, I wish he wouldn't lie about it, but then again, I don't know for certain. However, I think he did. Okay. And yes, I think that he's lying about it. I don't give a shit. I think he's lying about it, not so much for the nation as much as it is his own wife, you know, and his son. My God. Uh, I don't think that that's necessarily the right thing to do. However, you know, it's like, he has a, and by the way, everybody has a right to their own good name, if you didn't know that, er, that you have the right to your own good name, okay? So, in fact, lying isn't always a sin. Did you know that? When it's in, in reference to saving a life, i.e. the Jews back in World War II, those people who lied who were helping out the Jews, that's not a sin. You're saving somebody's life, okay? If it's a sin, I'd, I'd, from what I understand, it's not a sin. But if it is a sin, it's a fucking very small sin, okay? You're talking about a white lie? That is like the, the whitest of lies. Uh, you also have a right to your own good name, and somebody else doesn't need to know what the fuck... Um, I shouldn't say what the fuck. They don't need... How's it go? Well, essentially, you don't need to have your name ran through the fucking mud. And uh, to an extent, not completely, but to an extent, to some lies being told, um, or if you were to tell somebody a lie uh, in order to save your good name, then uh, it's not as big of a sin. So, anyway, now I'm getting into kind of dicey territory. I'm getting into the weeds on my own. Nobody even fucking dragged me into that. Anyway. Do I think he lied? Yes. Do I think he slept with Stormy Daniels? Yes. But that was kind of the point. Okay, well, yeah, he philandered. And he philandered on his other two wives with his last two wives. So, uh, you know, she kind of knew what she was stepping into. 
But um, even then, he kind of stopped. And as I mentioned before, Donald Trump doesn't need to talk about God as much as he does. And yet he does. It's kind of something to that. Like, sure, okay, for the Republicans who are like the last bastion for, for Christians, for pro-Christian, pro-Christian party, uh, yeah, you kind of need to talk about God. Okay, and if he wasn't, if he doesn't believe in God or whatever, follow God, and he could merely just say it a couple of times. Yeah, pro God. Okay, I'm going to show up to one pro life event, whatever. Oh no, he goes into detail. He goes in. I mean, look at any time he's ever talked about God. I mean, he really sits there for a minute and gets in on it. So that's. I think that's something. Do I think that Donald Trump uh, has turned towards God? I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, I think he has. I think he's cut out a lot of the bad shit that he used to do. So that's just me. You don't have to be that way. But anyway, so I came back with, uh, with that. And um, I don't know. I think that was kind of it. But he had his one lackey. This was the funny thing of, of all of it. This guy that was trying to fuck with me and trying to say his, and he was saying stupid shit. Um, he said something. And I was like, dude, you're fucking bootlicking. And um, you're bootlicking and you're brown nosing. And, and it turns out, because the next thing that that guy responded with was, well, I do have a internship with John, so hopefully he sees this. I don't know how true that is, but if that's true, that, that just supports exactly what I was saying. John lets, his, lets other people fight his battles for him. He starts shit, waits for somebody to say something, and sits back and lets other people attack him, especially when he doesn't have any good answers. John's stupid, to, to tell you the truth. John saying is a dumb fucking person, and yet he's making money off of being as stupid as he is because that's what the fucking progressives are all about. Sam Cedar the same way. Sam Cedar had a video... Um, responding to Gavin McGinnis quitting the Proud Boys. And I talked about, I actually have a whole episode on how Sam Cedar is uh, dishonorable because of him taking the side of, of Antifa and fucking lying about the Proud Boys and, and uh, all the shit. I mean, just taking it surface level, not looking any further into it. Dude, when, when uh, it came out that, uh, what's her name? Hillary Clinton was behind... Uh, what is it? Fucking the place where Gaddafi died. Libya. When she was behind that, that attack, um, and not that she was behind the attack, but she was, she didn't send troops or whatever to, to or people to help out. At first, like I took it in and I go, okay, well, that was just a, you know, she was in, she was the secretary of state, you know, she she made a, made a decision. And then it wasn't until I looked further into it. You know, I didn't take it to surface level and go, okay, well, she made a decision. She didn't make a decision, whatever, and then be done with it. No, I fucking looked into it. Okay, what exactly happened? Benghazi, that's what it was. What exactly happened? Oh, my God. Guys died because she didn't do anything. And in fact, not just that she didn't. No, she did do something. She did not, on purpose, provide support for that embassy and for those CIA agents. You know, that is her fault. And then she turns around, and I followed it, uh, and she turns around and goes, what difference does it make? Fucking four Americans are dead. 
You're the Secretary of State. This falls on you. If a fucking, if people at McDonald's stop serving hamburgers on purpose, that's the fucking manager's fault. Make sense? Like, how are you going to sit there and go, oh, it's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's like, dude, you had emails sent to you. They call them cables. You had cables sent to you telling you that they needed it and you still didn't send it. And then fucking four Americans got killed. What what difference does it make? You bitch. So, I mean, that's just, that's what I've noticed from my side, me, that we tend to look further into things. Well, you're just going to fucking run up, run up my ass, aren't you, motherfucker? Here you go, you little cunt. You want some? I hope he fucking turns in. Little fucking van. Whoop some ass, dude. I haven't had a knuckle dust up in some time. Hopefully it wouldn't look like Chuck Liddell. God damn it, that sucked, man. I wanted him to fucking knock out Tito Ortiz for the third match, and uh, Tito just ran him over. Oh, that was sad. Anywho. Um, so Sam Cedar has this video in which he just delves right in. It's like he just continued on from the other video about the Proud Boys fighting in, uh, Antifa. Gavin, as you know, uh, quit the Proud Boys. He did it for a reason. I don't like it. I don't think it was the right move. But I like Gavin. I like um, the Proud Boys. I hope it continues, and I hope these guys get off. All right? That being said, Sam Cedar is all about it. He loves it. He loves that guys got attacked, defended themselves, um, doesn't like the fact that they won, but that then they got arrested and now are facing prison time. He loves that shit because they they have a separate ideology. Listen, dude, if the Proud Boys were to have attacked, you know, I guess Antifa, whoever, who were just sitting there, minding their own business, whatever it may be, they and Proud Boys came in and just fucking attacked them, I'd go, the Proud Boys are bad. Or at least these Proud Boys are bad. Those guys are bad for doing that. They shouldn't have done that. Instead, Sam Cedar's like, oh, these poor Antifa, they just got beat up. They got attacked by, and then turned it around on the Proud Boys. Anyway. Then he starts shitting on Gavin. Uh, they bring out one point that Gavin was making where Gavin was talking about a dinner. And all he was saying was, was that um, white nationalists aren't a, a thing. And they're not a thing because there's so few of them, which he is correct. Real neo-Nazi white supremacist um, uh, white nationalist fucking people that are racist and they hate other people purely on the on the on the idea of um, what it is that they believe in or not I'm sorry not what they believe in but uh, their skin color their gender all that other stuff all the shit all the isms and ists and obias or phobias I keep saying obias phobias that uh, that they say they are where was I going with that god damn it uh, oh, uh, Gavin was, he was just kind of emphasizing. Let's say you're at a dinner. Oh, but uh, God damn it. I'm all over the place. They don't exist. They're, it's a very small group of those guys. Okay. That, that are actually racist and, and bad dudes. Very fucking small. Let's say there's a hundred thousand and I don't think there's a hundred thousand, but let's say there's a hundred thousand of them. Um, Compare that to the nearly 400 million people that are in the United States of America. And yes, you heard that number correct. 400 million. There was 11 million 
undocumented uh, illegal aliens back in, uh, was it 2011? Yeah, it was back in 2011. 11 million at that point. I remember specifically Barack Obama opening the border and allowing people just to run in. And there were uh, trains with that looked like they were in India where people were packed, hanging out the windows on top of the uh, train, in the train. Uh, that number has skyrocketed. There's arguments that there's upwards of 30 to 40 million illegal aliens. And we were already sitting on, based off of the census that we have, the censuses that we have, being death records, uh, birth certificates, social security numbers, all that fun stuff, uh, we had roughly 340 to 350 million. So it's pretty close to nearly fucking 400 million. All right, so we're, let's say let's say 380 to 390 million. God damn it, I'm starting. Oh, I need to eat. That's what it is. I'm starting to lose train of thought. I apologize. Oh, but a hundred thousand neo Nazis compared to nearly 400 million people. That's pretty fucking small. Okay, super fucking small. Damn near in ex- uh, non-existent. Okay, that's around like the tranny number. Because trannies, I think, make up less than one per, uh, half of 1% of the, the nation's population. And I would argue even less because a lot of those are going to be kids that, I guess, their parents saw some sign in them somewhere and then started pushing them to, to be the other gender, uh, i.e. child abuse. So Gavin was making this uh, example of a, of a dinner where... They were having small talk, and, and the first one was, uh, what was that first one? There was somebody there who, oh, the first one was a gay guy that was married to two, to two guys. And he was like, is that even legal? You know, okay, no big deal, whatever, on to the next one. The next one was somebody who does that where they, they make their food by eating it first, by chewing it, and then spitting it out. God damn it, it it'll make me gag. So that's what that person was. The third one was a flat earther. And he's just kind of going through it going, okay, well, that's, that's kind of out there. You know, that's the first one that's out there. I don't think it's legal. The second one, that's disgusting. But, you know, each, to each their own. The fourth one, uh, flat earther, all right, believe what you're going to believe, even though I think you're wrong. And then the fourth one was a neo-Nazi that hates all other races and all this other stuff. And he was like, dude, that would stop the, the dinner. You know, that's called being hyperbolic. Uh, it's emphasizing these things at this hypothetical fucking dinner. And the and Sam Cedar and his boring other fucking little lapdog fucking wannabe Sam Cedar guy that was there and the rest of the show, which are just a bunch of fucking not funny people, are are uh, are picking apart this this point that Gavin was barely making. He was just saying, yeah, these guys really don't exist. They're not us. We've said it numerous times. Fucking Richard Spencer has pointed that out. That Gavin is not on his side. Uh, Ryan Kessler, Gavin had him on his show. Of course, Sam Cedar didn't show this point, but uh, Gavin McGinnis had Sam, or had Ryan Kessler, the guy who, who had the uh, Unite the Right rally, had him on his show and was... Uh, arguing him. I mean, it was arguing, debate, not debating, but it was, uh, he was calling him out. He was like, I don't want to be a part of this, or I don't want you to be a part of the Proud Boys. You are a fucking white nationalist. We're not with you, you know, all this other shit. And when you see 
just fucking look around. When you see white nationalists responding to Gavin quitting, uh, they call him a cuck, they call him a race mixer, all this other shit that Gavin has only been saying his entire career. Uh, so Sam, Sam and his stupid fucking crew, who try being funny, because his, his little guy, the fucking boring dude, was kept, he started to do this, his bit, I guess, his joke, uh, where he was using Nelson Mandela's voice and trying to make an argument for the Proud Boys, you know, obviously um, being facetious. Yes, facetious, but facetious. Um, and it just wasn't funny. And he started it, and then later on he started doing it again and going really far into it. And it's like, this isn't funny. You guys just said that, and, and Sam Cedar keeps making this argument, oh, I know his friends. Or people that used to be his friends. I'm friends with them. And the thing that they always say is that Gavin really wants to be a comedian. What do you mean wants? One, he was a comedian. Has gone up on stage and was a comedian. Um, He's fucking funny. Why do you think he has a following? They just... And what was so funny is at one point, Sam Cedar even said, uh, yeah, he's actually got like uh, 10,000 guys around the world who who are Proud Boys. It's actually a lot more than that. Um, but he's got all these guys that are a part of this movement. And then he goes on to say, well, he doesn't really have any friends. It's like, do you see the double speak there? It's, it's, it can't be both. It can't be that he has 10,000 friends or followers or whatever you want to call them, but then also doesn't unless now you're going into this class system where you say, okay, well, all of his followers aren't really his friend because they're on a lower class. But these other guys uh, that I know that are in the in um, in the entertainment industry, they're they're the friends that he actually wants. You see what I mean? Sam Cedar is such a fucking cunt. I can't stand him. Uh, same with you know what? Him, John uh, John Fugel saying fucking TYT, and they're all in it together. And when somebody like Dave Rubin goes, you know what? You guys are fucked up. I'm leaving. And then goes on to do his own thing because they're too fucking ex- extreme and ridiculous and believe that a man can believe himself to be a woman, i.e. stupidity. And that's the shit that they're promoting. And Dave Rubin leaves. Look at how they treat him. Every last one of them attack him. Every last one of them. Progressive voice. Kyle Kalinske. Uh, I don't know if John saying has Sam Cedar. All of them go after Dave Rubin and say, you are a fucking horrible person, you know. It's the moment that you show any sign that you're against what it is that they believe, no matter how small, you're a fucking Nazi. You're a racist. You're a bad person. You're self-hating. You're all this other shit. Um, so that that fucking video got me a little bit out of shape. Not been out of shape. I shouldn't say been out of shape because it really hasn't affected me, but it just makes you kind of grit your teeth for a minute and think, God damn it, I really wish you'd say this shit to Gavin McGinnis's face. Why don't you call him up, have him over, have him on your show, and debate him? Why don't you do that? Or better yet, what I would more likely, what I would more like to see is fucking Sam Cedar, who thinks he's a tough guy. Just listen to him every once in a while. He'll come up and talk like he's some kind of fucking tough guy. Why don't you go fucking push Gavin? How about that? Why don't you go tell him that he's a Nazi? Why don't you try to punch him in the face, as you guys are prone to do, or at least say you will? Say that you're going to punch a Nazi. Go try and fucking punch Gavin in the face. See how well that works out for you, you little bastard. You know? Oh, you just want violence. 
One, as I have always said, I believe in necessary violence. I believe in two guys who want to fight one another going ahead and fighting one another. I watch, um, I've watched UFC since UFC 1 back in the 90s. I've watched plenty of Bellator. I loved uh, uh, Pride when it was going on. Fedor Emelianenko is one of my favorite fighters of all time, if not my most favorite. Yeah, I like violence. I don't like violence on people that don't want anything to do with it. I don't like violence on innocent people. But they'll take that out of context as they did. And in fact, they even showed a part where Gavin uh, said specifically, like he was going into his own bit, which was funnier than any of the shit that Sam Cedar and those guys were doing. And uh, he was like, oh, I'm a Nazi and all of this other stuff. And he goes, watch, they'll actually take this out of context. Sam Cedar showed that part of the video where Gavin said, they're going to take this out of context and say that I say I'm a Nazi. There's a whole video going out right now um, where it's Gavin McGinnis saying a whole bunch of, well, it's all taken out of context, but he's saying a whole bunch of stuff. He's saying nigger a whole bunch of times. He's saying fag. He's saying all this other stuff. Or I'm, I want to fight him or I'll kill him or whatever. And, they're, and they cut it out of the context. They just keep showing him saying it. And they have like a counter of how many times he says something bad. Um, and they go, see, look how bad he is. He says the word nigger. He says um, fag. He says this and he says that. He says he wants to hurt somebody. And it's like, dude, you took all of that shit out of context. He was making a joke. You watch the guy's show and he says that. He constantly says... I have no problem with black people. I have no problem with these people. I have no problem with these people. In fact, I love them all. And in fact, they're all in my group. Gavin was talking about, uh, yeah, we have, he said, we have blacks, we have gays, we have Asians, we have blah, 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 blah. Sam Cedar pointed, took, took that, again, out of context, and he goes, gays? He thinks gays is a race? Gavin never said anything about, well, we have all of these races, of one, of, uh, one of which whom is gay people. Is gay people. He never said that. He said, yeah, we have all of these different groups in our group. We have blacks, we have gays, we have... We, so, i.e., we have all of these minorities in our group. And Sam Cedar, obviously, is going to take that. And it's what he does. He's trying to manipulate it into going and, and taking it out of context in order to pass on this narrative that Gavin McGinnis is some kind of bad guy um, who is a, a white nationalist and all this other shit. It's like... You guys fucking, you really have to twist and warp shit in order to make it fit for your own ridiculous world. Anyway, talked long enough. Ah, I'll probably do another episode later on at some point or another. Uh, be, re- be accountable, be responsible. Don't be like Sam Cedar, John, John Fugel saying, um, or else I'll be talking shit about you too if I find out. Um, be responsible. Be accountable. Don't be liberal.